0: three out for three in hold out i'm waiting for the subway it's been a long day and i'm tired i can feel my spine trying to curve me through the floor my ribs ache under the constant constriction of my binder and i try to straighten up my shoulders without sticking my chest out enough to be obvious things only work so well when you're a decup. When you have narrow shoulders, when your baby face and pretty features give everyone the opportunity to read you exactly as you are and aren't all at once if they spare you more than a glance. I'm so tired, I feel like I'm slipping through the cracks. Like I could close my eyes for a second too long and miss my train altogether. I stare down the twin shotgun barrel tunnels to try and stay focused against the paranoid press of people whose intentions I can't possibly anticipate try to tell myself they don't care enough to call me an it. Name five things you can see. Sensible backpacks. Commuting trainers. Reusable plastic bags clanking with after-work wine and thawing frozen pizzas where they're set down on the platform tile. The legs of trousers splattered with mortary mud from rain. Uncomfortable heels for the brave. I never learn to move through the world as a man. I avoid eye contact. I don't take late trains. I walk through well-lit streets. I have my headphones on and my music off. I shrink into the corner of my seat when someone throws themselves onto the bench beside me loud and drunk with testosterone. If there's a privilege to how I am, I've never noticed it. I'm too busy looking down. The platform is crowded, and there's no wall to lean on. Only a gouged hole for the track running east and another for west. Inner and outer lines like clockwork. Imagine yourself in a safe place behind a locked door behind two locked doors surgically carved into a public facsimile of the body you want four inches taller three inches broader a jaw at right angles and a voice that doesn't give you away as soon as you open your mouth take yourself to a safe place where no one can touch you i close my eyes for a moment and everything goes quiet the platform is empty when i open them again and the neon board announcing trains has gone blank is this my safe place in hold out box breathe square up face yourself breathe in for 3 hold for, three. for 3 out for three. Hold for 3 in out for 3 hold in out hold put yourself out. in a safe place behind a pane of glass over the paper over your cracks is this my safe place, is this my safe place? haven't we been here before I'm waiting for the subway. My hoodie puffs out strangely under my jacket where the cheap zip is slightly too long for the fabric, distorting the shape of my already distorted body further, and I'm trying not to pull at it too much and draw attention from the other commuters anxiously tugging on clothes to hide your body isn't moving through the world as a man slumping already narrow shoulders to take up less space isn't standing like a man if nobody is looking at me like a man then why do i feel the hair on the back of my neck start to rise with a shiver when i realize my performance is imperfect it could be because today somebody is looking at me i get looks i'm used to them It's not that I don't pass, so much as I'm never sure what I pass as. A student pushes by me, smelling of strawberry shortcake, vape smoke and Red Bull. The sequined vagina emblem on her tote bag catching the light as I look back down at my feet. People who write essays about not shaving under their arms like it's a radical act, who carry tote bags with stylized labia or wear pussy hats to protest, will tell you that passing is bullshit. That gender is a construct and we should all be free to wander around with our hair and clothes however we want them to be. That your appearance should mean nothing in terms of social respect. But we know better. Those of us stuck between the neat lines of pink and blue. Who don't pass as either end of what others deny is a spectrum. The it's. We get looks. I know the angle of my shoulders and length of my hair and softness of my features determines whether I get acknowledged with condescension, smiles, or outright hostility. I don't make eye contact in public places. I don't look at the mirror in public bathrooms. It isn't gender that makes me hold my keys between my fingers after dark. It's experience I'm never not noticing. The subtle sideways glance the lanky teenager next to me gives when trying to work out if I have tits or not? not subtle enough, I'm waiting for the subway, and someone is looking at me. I try not to get paranoid. I know that nobody would bother watching me, for the most part. I know I don't stand out, it's a choice. I know my drab colours and oversized clothing blend into the background. If it wasn't for the security camera on the wall overlooking us like a comforting big brother who won't be quite enough evidence to convict our inevitable attackers, nobody would ever even know I was here. There's nothing I can do about what people see when they look at me that I haven't already done. I never learned to move through the world as a man because nobody ever taught me. I can't wave a wand and reshape my inadequate clay into a more acceptable version of my insides. God created Adam from less, but I don't have hands steady enough to sculpt a masterpiece. The platform is busy. No wall to put my back to as I'm shuffled closer and closer to the screaming edge of the track by the urge to not be touched by other people. No escape. Close your eyes. Find your safe place. Ground yourself. Name three things you can smell. Musty water where the ground under the tracks never fully dries in winter. Your own fierce sweat and terrible body spray because you never got a chance to make mistakes as a teenager so you have to crash through them all now. Something sweet, sickly, perfume with a hint of meth. Meat. By the time I open my eyes to figure out where the look crawling over my skin is coming from, it's gone. The flash of eyes next to me is a normal flash of eyes, a middle-aged woman looking through me as she zones out. No metal, no meat, just apathy. I appreciate apathy. Apathy is safe. Are you sure? Are you sure? As soon as I close my eyes again, the look is back, crawling over me like it's never gone away. And maybe it won't. Maybe I'll always be paranoid. Maybe I'll never not feel like an imposter in my own skin. The woman looking through me has teeth, like barely blunted razors. Maybe she wants to know how someone else's skin feels too. Box breathe. Box breathe. Face yourself. In for, Face yourself. For three. Three. in for three, three. Hold, in. hold for three. In for three. In. Hold. Out for three. Out. In. Hold. Is this my safe place? Hold. Out. Haven't we been here before? In a safe place here before? I'm waiting for the subway. The air is damp with other people's sweat and breath and it's hard to breathe with this much compression on my ribs. The light seems somehow too bright and dim all at once. The fluorescence of a hospital corridor or a doctor's office waiting on the table in a paper gown because evidence is no respecter of personal boundaries. Blame doesn't have a gender, but we all know which one it would have if it did. The tracks yawn out before me in a wet hate. The air would probably fry with electricity with this much water in it, if only it had a conductor. How much force would it take to tap over the edge? Intrusive thoughts are normal, they happen to everyone. The sudden urge to step out into the road when a bus drives by, the impulse to stab the nearest person when holding a sharp knife, the inability to not cause trouble for yourself, a flash of yearning for the void. I look across the tunnels, yawning black before me, and I wonder, what if the void is already here? Intrusive thoughts are normal, right? No, no. If you live life on edge, then how can you tell what's a normal rush of adrenaline and what's the certain, bone-deep knowledge that someone in your everything. vicinity means you harm? How can you stop an interaction before it starts? How can you avoid being called an it when half the time you're thinking that yourself? If paranoia is common sense, then how can you let it go? Focus. Ground yourself. Name four things you can hear. Asthmatic breathing from someone nearby with a cold. Your own heartbeat in your ears. Whispers in an accent you don't understand. Whispers that sound like your name until you try to focus on them. I take slow, measured breaths against my crushed ribs and hope I look like too much trouble to punch. I ignore the whispers chasing themselves around my brain and the fact the man beside me has heavy leather wings sprouting slowly from his back. Looking at me. I'm waiting for the subway, not thinking about the way breath that isn't mine and beings who aren't me and aren't human are starting to encroach into my personal space. There's nowhere to go, no escape. I'm waiting for the subway, I'm waiting. In for three, hold for three, out for three. In, hold, out. I'm waiting for the subway. Waiting is a strange game when you can't tell if the shivers skittering over your skin are just the cold, or anxiety, or the mundane discomfort of low blood sugar and shallow breaths. If paranoia is common sense, then how can you tell if you're being unreasonable? I can feel someone breathing on my neck, wet and hard like a dog, panting, but whenever I look, it's only the other commuters staring back at me. Blank eyes, sharp teeth, I stop looking. Don't cause trouble for yourself. The light is different now. The flicker of the crappy lights in the pub-smoking area you linger in before the heat lamps stop being enough incentive to wait for your lift home and you think, fuck it, I'll get the subway." I pass well enough today, I don't look like I want any trouble. The football crowd will have cleared out by now. Nobody will be that drunk on a Wednesday night, it's only three stops. Three. Three things you can see. The other commuters don't seem to notice the lights going in and out. The platform is so packed that my shoulders and elbows are in contact with others, and I try not to think about the textures of fur and bone pressing through my jacket into my skin, which is barely thick enough to withstand the elements that batter me at the best of times, fangs brazing my neck. The cool trail of what is either saliva or blood following them like the shame of a panic attack in public over something that should be nothing. after that night. After nobody will be that drunk, after the football crowd will have cleared out, after it's only three stops, after it's Breathe in for three. In for three, Hold for three, out for three. Just like sharks keep swimming to survive, and boys don't cry because they might not stop once they've started, life remains relentless. I keep using the subway. I keep failing to pass. I keep not knowing how to move through the world as a man. I keep standing on platforms and hunching my shoulders and thinking about five things I can see and four things I can hear and three things I can smell so I don't have space to think about. The growl that sounds from behind me is too low. Emanating from deep in the belly of something with teeth and claws, I close my eyes try to find my happy place. Something from beyond the light in one of the tunnels laughs. I wonder if it's at me again. In. Hold. Out. I'm waiting for the subway. The apathetic rustle of a hundred bored commuters is drowned out by the roar rolling up from inside the shotgun tunnels now. But when I glance at the security camera screen in the corner, the platform is empty. Save for a smear of darkness, I assume is supposed to be me. I don't look like a man, or a woman, or anything at all. I look like an it. Name three things you can feel. Hands on my elbows, talons at the pulse on my throat, the rumble under my feet as something far more threatening than thunder gets closer and closer. The noise is loud enough to thrum through my entire body and I try to identify anything beyond the unnatural hands on my skin and shrill pounding of blood in my ears. It's not the normal scream of the subway, the distinctive screech that prevents conversation and makes words like I don't want any trouble even more useless than usual. The sound grows like a physical force, and I have no interest in getting punched again. So I try to push past the inevitable hands on me and run up the steps to safety. I don't care if it's unmanly to turn and flee. Nobody ever taught me how to make the leap from prey animal to predator, not when. It's packed. Make some room. Can anyone move down? This one can. Whatever it is. I don't want any trouble. I can't leave, maybe I never left, I'm waiting for the subway, I'm waiting.